Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sarah and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Jacob. Valentine's Day. Did you ask Haley to be your Valentine? Did you do I it properly? I actually did. Uh, what is properly? What does that look like? Just asking because I, I think asked. the big debate on the internet is that like it's just an assumption that you. Although I did, now that I'm thinking about it, I asked her after I uh, we were lying in bed and I was joking um, that no one had asked me. Which is, you know what? Actually, emotionally manipulative, and you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. So that's the first I, I piece was, of relationship advice people are going to get today. I was doing it in a in a cheeky. I know this is a bad way. In a is little that, jokey that, joke, it was a little haha. But for, forgive me a little bit, a little bit. But that's why I'm turning this into a PSA. Don't do that. Learn from Jacob's mistakes. Yeah. So anyway, do you do you have a Valentine? I do, well, I haven't been asked yet oh. as of time of recording. So oh we'll my see. God. We'll see. Okay. We'll see if I have a Valentine. TBD. <laughs> I'll keep you. Actually, technically, my Valentine, I have two because I do have Kate who's coming to stay with me for the week. But then I also have Tom Schwartz. When this goes live, <gasps> I'm hanging out with Tom Schwartz. Right. From Vanderpump Rules that night. Oh, true. Valentine's Day was Schwartzy. Wild. Never thought I'd be spending a Valentine's Day with Tom <laughs> Schwartz, but uh, that's happening. So watch out for the vlog. Anyways, all to say is I know I'm going to be having drinks with Tom Schwartz, but what are you eating or drinking right now? Okay. Well, I'm throwing it back to something that is absolutely wild. Punch. Ever heard of it? It's delicious. Get yourself a little bit of lemonade. What flavor? What flavor? Your, well, you, you make it. I'm saying make punch. I'm not saying like buy fruit punch. Oh, like fruit, fruit punch. punch. I love oh, that shit too. I understand. Okay. I'm saying get a little lemonade. Got it. Get a little ginger ale or a little Sprite or something like yeah. that. A little booze maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Toss a little booze in there. Cut up some oranges. It's like basically pop sangria. Is that a thing? <laughs> punch is pop sangria? Is that a Wait, thing? Wait, kind of. Whoa, I just said that. That's crazy. So I'm drinking pop sangria this week. I love that. I feel like punch is only something that comes out around like the holidays. So I like that you're I know, normalizing. Bring in the summertime. Bring it on whenever. 
the summertime weather we're having in I February. I think it's too delicious to leave for just special occasions I like and that. leave it up to like a crazy aunt or something. I can't to wait make. till someone who listens to this works at a restaurant. We're going to see pop sangria on a menu. Where you're gonna <laughs> I be like, like so. What? I'll come That'd and do a crazy. review. Uh, Sarah, what about you? What are you drinking this I'm week? drinking Celsius because they're in Canada oh, now. Yeah, okay. And this is my formal PSA because I see them sending a lot of people cases okay i I saw shannon got cases of celsius (laughs) granted shannon has been like an og celsius person forever but i'm also an og celsius girly and i'm out here buying them myself at 7-eleven okay i don't know this are they other different flavors there's different flavors okay and also i learned because my friend came over to watch some football and she had an american celsius and it's legitimately 100 grams more caffeine in an american one than a canadian one it's crazy so we were comparing it and it's like a canadian one's like 120 and the american one's 220 you get fired up with that milligrams like no wonder people have heart attacks on them so anyways i love celsius i've been drinking it i like the sparkling orange flavor it kind of tastes like um orange pop Okay. Ooh, delicious. I I gotta try that. Uh, Sarah, what are you reading or watching this week? As I just said, happy Valentine's Day to you all. I'm spending it with Tom Schwartz of Vanderpump Rules. And what makes me extra excited is that I'm watching Vanderpump Rules in real time for the first time. Ooh, right. Because I did the big binge last year and became obsessed. We all know this. And now this is my first season, season 11. It's my first full season watching in real time. So incredible. I love it. I will say it's like a little weird just like sitting and intently watching one episode as opposed to it constantly being on in the background, which is what yeah. I'm used to. But I love getting to like read all the discord and stuff and like see what everyone's saying on Twitter and just like all the TikToks and everything. So I feel like in it now, like it hasn't got to the drama yet because it's only two episodes in, but it's, is there, it's getting there. Is there some brewing, something brewing in It's going to be brewing. It's like, I was talking to some people the other day where like we till mid season, we'll recheck in if it's a good season or not, because you can't really judge a Bravo show until it's about halfway through. Okay. Amazing. But it's really fun watching it in real time. How about you? Okay, well, this week I was watching America's Love Story unfold live on my television, the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I also watched the Super Bowl, but like, okay. <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I haven't watched too much stuff this week, so I am throwing the a Super shout Bowl. out to did the Did you Super have a Bowl. party or did you go to a party or did you just watch at home? Well, I drank my punch at home and had a party. <laughs> yeah, a party for two? <laughs> uh, did I eat a lot of food? Yes. I love that Too much? You. Probably. Yeah, I did too. I feel that. Although it was good to have some snacks going on. Listen, both in terms of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey love story that Mm -hmm. was unfolding, but then also the other elements of the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. Yeah, it was was okay. It was okay. I liked Ludacris. Yeah, me too. I'm a big Did you also think it was CeeLo Green? Yes, I was saying this to Michaela outside. I was like, I thought this was CeeLo Green. And then I was like, I don't think so. I think that guy's too shrimpy. So then I was like, oh, who produced that song and a bunch of other stuff? I was yeah, like, oh, I think it's Jermaine Dupri. It was, and then I it was. Googled it. I, I had know. to Google it to figure it out. That's so funny. Um, I watched the Super Bowl, but yes, but then I watched all the videos and I'm still, like, yeah. how I talked about the angles of everything. Like, I'm obsessed with the after party that the Chiefs had where Taylor and Travis sang Love Story to also, each other. Also, yeah, wait, other? shout out this DJ for throwing in some remixes. It was a chain smokers, not just some DJ. Well, shout out these, like, underground DJs uh, who were just yeah, tossing Yeah, really up and coming. <laughs> these up and coming DJs. I didn't know that. That's funny. It was crazy. And you know what? Also, Super Bowl. It was a tight game. Oh, it went into overtime. It was yeah. a good game. It was a comeback. And I bet for the first time in my life. I lost money on the Super Bowl. Really? This year, so well, it was I won thirty cents over all my bets. So. Well, I mean, I broke even, but to me, that's a loss because I like winning money, not breaking. Even. Okay, you know what? Let's actually jump to our next question. What we're listening to this week? Because speaking of bets, I had bet on Justin Bieber performing. No way he was ever going to show up. 
Listen, I went all in on this. Not all in. It was like <laughs> that much money. But uh, Haley and I bet that somebody to love was going to be the last song. I, I bet that too, though. Really? I, I put a dollar on it. Like same. literally one dollar. Yeah, same. I was like, "Whoa, this is paying twenty eight if yeah, it happens." Exactly. I'm in for that, but no, no Bieber came. In. Well, he was there. He just didn't go perform. After seeing him perform at All Star, like I didn't go to the concert, but after seeing the videos of him at All Star, here in Toronto, like NHL. So, yeah, yeah, I just didn't get the vibe he was gonna do it. Well, okay, yeah, because that NHL All Star performance was a little bit low key, right? Pretty mm-hmm. low energy. He'd have to dance. I, I was gonna say, if you in, are performing somebody to love, you, you better to, break out, be break out like the, like the and the purple yeah. like. <laughs> Air Force Ones or whatever yeah, they were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, that's what I was listening to this week. What about you? Um, I've been in, I guess it's fitting because it's Valentine's Day. It's, you know, love month. I don't fucking know. But I've been <laughs> listening to Lover, the album, oh. which is usually one of my least favorite Taylor Swift albums. And that's saying like least favorite out of like the only music I listen to, right? Are you so, transitioning out of your reputation? No, era? a reputation I listen to every single day still. I still have to get it with her every single day. I'm just saying I've added into the rotation okay, Lover okay. more. Yeah. Like, I forgot that you existed. And so maybe I think it's, I, well, yeah, I, I've been the... talking a lot about how it's been such nice weather here that in general, my mood is better. And all of Lover's songs are very like, like strutting on your way. Like if you're in a rom-com, you're like strutting on yeah. your way to work. Like that's yeah. kind of the energy of that album. So I've been listening to like, I forgot that you existed or like Paper Rings and those types of things more recently. So it just felt like fitting for Valentine's Day too. What is one of the top songs off of that that I would know? What's the most popular You need to song? calm down. Delicate? Is that on that? Delicate is off for vacation. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Retired. Um, cruel. This little song called "Cruel Summer." Oh yeah, that's a bad. Just, did, uh, <laughs> which those, just became did those our most chain smokers play that by chance. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, what? Where is somewhere that you went this week? Okay, I went up to the cottage. Everyone knows I got a cottage build on the go. I haven't talked about it. A What's little the bit. progress? What are we at? Like eighty percent built now? Ooh, it's hard to say because I don't know how much time takes for some of the things. I would say probably like maybe close to 72%. That's not, that's not bad though. We're getting close. My birthday is at the end of May and I am really pulling for like a May 2-4 weekend <sighs> opening. That'd be incredible. I think we're on track right now but I went up with my brother. We had to cut down a tree which was like we have some neighbors on this private road that we're on and uh, they were all worried about this tree that had to be cut down. And they were like, who should we hire? So my brother and I were like, let's win some points with the neighbors. And we're just, just do it like, ourselves. Oh, we got a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> we're manly men. <laughs> so we, so we, I went up in like my, uh, like my vintage Ralph Lauren polo fucking thing and got picked up <laughs> a couple of tree branches. Cover your ears exactly. Just on yeah, a real Toronto big man. scarf coming around. A your real Ossington dweller went up and uh, cut down a tree. But you know what? We got oh it done. We got that. We got that. It thing was done. successful. No casualties. Uh, and you know what? It was a good experience actually to go up and see the progress. It was fun. I'm excited. I love about that. It. That's um, exciting. Somewhere you went this week, Sarah. It ended up being one of those days, you know, when it's like an accidental, silly, goofy bounce around bar day. Yeah. And it's, I think, again, sun was shining and we just, I started off at Lulu. I got invited back for shouting them out on the nice. pod. Nice. Shout out Lulu. One of the only places to ever follow up after I've given them multiple <laughs> shouts on the pod. Delicious. Again, as always. Do you have a favorite cocktail? Yeah, Minus you've been the a few nine times. lives. Okay. And I'm so embarrassed because when I ordered it, I was like so confident because I know what the cocktail is, right? Because it's one comes in a little cute little cat mug. <laughs> and I was like, don't worry, I've been here a few times. And I go, I'll have the seven lives, please. No. <laughs> so confidently. And the guy looks at me and goes, yep, the nine lives. And I was like, 
you're like, well, I've been here twice before and I've spent mm-hmm. two of them. So like, let's go. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, the nine lives is probably my favorite. I also got the, um, I don't remember which one. Oh, the Mai Tai uh, comes with a lime on fire. Oh, that's so like when I ordered that drink, I said, can I have the one that comes on fire, please? And he's like, okay. <laughs> anyways, food was delicious. They had this like cow soy noodle situation, Ooh. which was so gummy and so mally. Nice. Anyway, so that was stop one. Then I went to Cherry's High Dive. Okay. Which is like, I've heard mixed things about okay. this. What do you think? Inside vibe is cool. But it's like a bunch of bros that own it. Yeah. And so the service, like literally they did not come to our table for an hour. And then I'll be honest, they left half of our stuff off the bill. And I was like, well, not okay. my fault. Like, maybe because we moved tables a couple times and just like, I hate a restaurant. I so actually right. really, I actually really enjoyed Cherries. I should say, I actually really enjoyed the vibe there. I liked the music. I liked, I felt old, but I liked the energy. I liked it, whatever. But I don't like when I walk into a place and I go, can I have a table for two? And it's an empty bar. And they're like, well, we have a bunch mm, of reservations yeah. coming later. Like I, I sat there for two you're like, hours. Well, you're like I'm here now and I'm going to spend money. A hundred percent. So luckily <clears throat> they got the vibe that we were going to spend money. That's why they moved us once. It was a great vibe. If the service could just be a little bit faster, I would recommend it. Maybe they'll dial it in. The they're bar new. downstairs was really good. I've been to that one too. I forget what it's called, but there's also like a, like it's not a speakeasy, but there's a bar downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's also great. Anyways, went there and then we went back to my apartment and made some cocktails, played Uno. We were in an hour long. Shout out Uno. Uno, by the way. Shout big, out Uno. I'm a big fan of Uno. We're big on stacking. That's why the games took so long. And then do we you ended stack, up. Do you stack pick up four? 100%. You pick up eight? Yeah. Wow. We stack that's and we tough. stack on top of those. So we go up to one full Wait, circle stack, around the table. Do you stack pick up two on pick up four? Uh, like you yeah. do multiple? Yeah. Wow. Um, you're serious and you have to go all it, we only do stacks until it's hit every single person around the table yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. wipes out okay and yeah yeah that was fun and then we just ended up going to another bar it just like was an accidentally like fun bounce around day which Can I, I love I feel like I've also shouted them out Can I give a shout out to province of Canada who did, did an Uno collab oh yeah they did do an Uno collab shout out uh, I don't, <laughs> shout out. We didn't get invited to that event, so I don't know if we should give them a shout out. Uh, rescind the rescind shout out. Rescind the shout out. <laughs> Unless they want to send us <laughs> Oh my, you can tell we already recorded an episode today because yeah. we're uh, so goofy. <laughs> Sarah, some of you, Sarah, something you did this week. I planned a bunch of my trips that are coming up for the next Okay. Year. So... I mean, I'm talking about it in an upcoming episode, but I planned what's going to be my big post-Olympics trip. So I'm going to save that. You all can wait to listen to that one on where I'm going. You say you go as if you don't already know. <laughs> Jacob knows where I'm going, but wait, you guys have to listen to the next, ep- next episode where I have to do the solo app. You will find out where I'm going. But short term, I'm going to LA for a l- nice long weekend right. at the beginning of March. Going to do a Vanderpump tour. Oh, really? And drag Tara around there because... A self-guided she, one or are they in existence? A self-guided. Like I just like know all the restaurants. <laughs> how dare I ask? A Vanderpump bar hop. And then I have a 7 a.m. flight the next day. So we'll see how that goes. Sleep Amazing. on the plane. Amazing. That's the flight you change earlier yeah, today. Yeah, to be, <laughs> yeah, able to- <laughs> to be able to do other things. Yes. And so I am going to California and then... Well, I'm actually going twice. I'm going to Vegas in April. Huge. Accidentally ending up in Vegas every single nice year. This always happens. Here. And then I'm going to Yeehaw Nashville in May, which is why we're very excited that Beyonce dropped country music. Yes. Because that's going to be like, I'm going on a girl's trip. And I feel like that's a very like, I was texting someone today. Saying, it's, it like, like, it's like sparkly cowgirl. Like that's what the Beyonce music feels yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it, when last time you went, it was a Jules' Bachelorette. Is that right? Well, last time I went to Vegas, 
I'm not going for a oh, girl's right. that was that Vegas. Was Vegas. And then I went to Naomi's thirtieth birthday in Nashville right. a couple years ago, that's but I also went to Nashville again last year. So this again will be my third year in a row going is to Nashville. This just again. like girls' trip, that's it. That's it. No there, bachelorette, like no birthday, like no birthday, no bachelorette, no anything. It's just girls Huge. wanted to go to that Nashville. And Noah Khan's there that weekend, so maybe I'm going to go see. Whoa! Him again. <laughs> yeah, Mike Finesse. How about you? What's something that you did? Okay, well I didn't do that much. And again, thank you for taking over the solo episode because I was sick. Yeah, you were sick. Listen, I have nothing to report, so we can move on to the rest of uh, the (laughs) episode episode? here. Because, yeah, I was curled up in bed with a box of tissues and... Clinging on to hope that and I and that really get. sucks because we had nice weather too. So I know. I almost didn't want to open my blinds because I didn't want to be blind. Like it doesn't matter when it's sky. ugly and gross out. You're like, oh, I'd rather be sick right now. Exactly. It's like when you get sick in the summertime. Exactly. It's the worst. <laughs> Since it's Valentine's Day, we decided to do a Valentine's themed voicemail, relationships, relationship advice. I'm excited, Sarah. Everything you need to know from two relationship experts like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not relationship experts, but we, we're we just your pals. We've been in relationships. We've been in relationships. We've been out of them. Yeah. And uh, we're just your pals that want to give you some advice and chit chat a little bit about love and other drugs no, no love and other things yeah so, and you know what Sarah there's a little bit of tea to get our, our piping hot episode to start and you know that I'm always asking for the tea so always I'm excited. asking for the tea so as a reminder if you want to ask us a voicemail question you want advice you can either email us at talkingpastshow at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram send us a note I also in our broadcast channels always like look for questions as well and just want to know what you want to talk about because this show is really about you when it's voicemail so let's dive in without further ado jacob's very excited to read this voicemail email that we got i'm excited because we got an email and not only was it just like a quick question submitted via email this was like a serious response that you know needs our advice here yes it does so i'm going to read this here we got my boyfriend cheated almost two years ago Mm -hmm. i have no worry he's going to do it again and he's a great partner meaning that This person, it's not going to happen again. I had to read that a couple of times. But I do feel uneasy when he goes out without me. I don't think he's going to do anything, but it gives me flashbacks, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's causing me to only want to do things together and not be apart. I don't want to be that way because we both have great friends and different interests. Help. That's a tough one, Sarah. The only issue I have with things like this is like I have nine different follow-up questions from I that know. email. You know Especially what I mean? Especially because there's been so much time. It happened two years ago. This, there are two years in the... I want to know what was the context of the cheating. Was it a one-off cheating? Was it like a full-blown relationship? Was it, right. was it a couple times it happened? Was it because it was a night out? Like that's what... Like if I was reading this, I would infer that, oh, maybe it was because of one of these like nights out, For whatever. Sure. That For that's sure. obviously then where like the the uh, like trauma the tension like, like yeah because that's like a traumatic <laughs> experience and like if you're having to like be worried about that and relive that every time then that's not fun if you're just like sitting on your phone thinking and then you're worried that you're becoming clingy then and you can't be your own individual people and like, i also wonder though if there have been enough conversations about this specifically because if it was just like you kind of had an initial conversation two years ago mm-hmm. and then it kind of just yeah like it's like that. my guess is like based off this email is that the boyfriend doesn't realize that she feels this way every time he goes out. And if he does, then like, then what's he doing to like alleviate that? You know what I mean? Like, it's like she said, she's the one that's worried about having to con like having to constantly hang out with him now because there are two sides to that. One being, okay, 
it's probably on you to bring that up that you're feeling uneasy, mm-hmm. especially if this is a person that you're in a long-term relationship with yeah, and people you want to stay minds. together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They can't read minds. You're going to have to bring that up. I know it's probably going to be awkward, especially you don't want to come off as someone who's like rehashing an old fight or something like that. But if you're having current feelings of uneasiness it, 100%. or if there's maybe like a breakdown in the trust, which clearly there is because you're having some hesitancies when they're going out solo, you're not a hundred percent confident there it's worth having the conversation hundred percent and then on the other side of that coin is i guess are they doing things currently that are making you second guess are they maybe not treating this with as much you know placing as much significance on like what that action or actions had an effect on you Mm -hmm. and they're not maybe like maybe they are aware but they're just choosing to kind of disregard you know building that trust back up or you know there's a lot of different things that go in here it's not rehashing old fights there's a difference between like a fight over like i don't know the dishes that you bring up three well you didn't do the dishes three weeks ago that there's a difference between that and weaponizing an old fight versus saying to somebody look, I still struggle with trust because of what you did to me. Yeah. What you did. Because of what you did, it makes me feel this way. And I think actually bringing that back up and having that open conversation and his reaction to it will tell you all you need to know. Because if you say to him, like explain, hey, just so you know, like I, I, this is how I feel. I feel anxious and nervous when you go out because of what happened two years ago. And if he's willing to sit down and be like, do you want to wait? Like, I totally understand that. Like, let's fix, let's try and figure out a way to help like solution space, try and help you move on or whatever it might be. I think that's a more promising road to recovery. But my guess is if you're writing into a podcast to talk about this and this type of thing, and you haven't had that conversation, maybe you're too nervous to have it. It's because you're nervous of the reaction that he's going to have. And if he does... And you probably know that person pretty well. And and you you can gauge what the reaction is going to be. And so if the reaction is going to be why are you bringing this up? This was two years ago. I thought you were over it. Whatever. Never let anyone tell you the timeline in which you can get over. See you later. Because (laughs) never let someone tell you the timeline it takes for you to get over something because there's things that you don't even notice affect you until the years later. It's literally what fucking therapy is. And probably the response that, that that person's like, all they want in their heart is just like, oh, totally understand. Exactly. I can, I can understand where you're coming from. Let's I'm try and find a me- happy like medium, happy yeah. medium. Like maybe it's like we hang out. Like I don't know. Like I give you more of a context of what we're doing. I don't know what the solution There's, is in that gotta sense. Build back the trust. Maybe it's like check in. Like you don't like want to check ins or check something. In. Yeah. I'm gonna be home at this time. Not making don't her worry. feel like she's the clingy one. Like he maybe checks in with her instead or something. And listen, you also need definitely need healthy boundaries in a relationship where like for you sure are going out and doing things with separate alone. friends and stuff or by yourself yeah. exactly but but there's a difference between healthy boundaries and then like feeling anxious every time they sure. leave and you just want to stay with them because you're afraid they're going to do it again so i think if anything you take these feelings you have a conversation with him about them and say this is how i feel and if you've had that conversation and you've exhausted it then I think that also speaks for itself because you don't want to live in a world where you're anxious every single time your significant other leaves the house. That sounds well, terrible. 100%. And listen, there are a ton of other people out there who won't <laughs> cheat on you. So yeah. like find one of the good ones if they're not ready to <laughs> stick around. Jacob came in hot like, and heavy being like, I'm just going to be like, see you later. There are, yes. Yeah, there are a lot of different context things that are involved. But like at the end of the day, doesn't sound like an amazing person. Well, at the end of the day, it's like... 
it's like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me right like how are you gonna feel if it does happen again i feel like you're gonna feel more yeah. shame on yourself that you allowed it to happen i twice. also think sometimes if people are, are are worried about someone cheating again there's also a little gut thing in them that's like is something going on fishy right now mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i i don't envy being in that position i think that's really stressful but i do think i people can't read minds the most you can do is be open and honest with him i hope you are at least being about how you feel and how it makes you feel and if you can't even have that conversation then i think it kind of says it all yeah, and you sound great that you're even talking about that, right? You sound so wonderful like, because you want to talk about it and you also listen totally, to this podcast. Yes. You're wonderful. You're amazing. We are and, on team anonymous email yeah, sender. Yeah, we are on team anonymous email sender. And whatever you do, we will support you. Yes. As long as it is good for you and your mental health. I will not support bad behavior. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We also got a ton of other questions that are just a little more general, less specific to people's lives. How to know if you are ready to be in a relationship slash get into one, which is an interesting question. Yeah. Is this like post breakup that you're looking for a new love? I think it might just be in general. Is it just in general at the beginning of, of trying to find a partner to live life with? I, yeah, I think it's like in general. Cause I, I mean, cause this is almost making it sound like you get into one relationship and then that's it for the rest of your life. And I don't want people to think that way. Cause to be honest, that's how I used to think. I like oh, honest, really? when I was like, I, I had my mom when I was younger and she knows that she said you know this what? thing I to me when too. I was in high school. I think we've talked about this. She said, will you date to marry? It was a throwaway comment oh, that she said that when we were in high you. school. My sister is here as we're recording this. She's nodding her head. She said it. And it's, it's those things that you don't even realize stick with you. Granted, I grew up in my small town and I was like, date to marry. Well, I'm leaving this place. I'm not marrying any of these people. So I wouldn't date. Like I literally. Wait, yeah. How did you think about that? Like you thought like, oh, I'm only going to date the person I'm going to marry. Like I would go on dates, but like for me to be like, oh, someone's in a relationship. It's like to me, I had to see like husband potential in them. I was making those decisions at what, 16, 17 years old. That's ridiculous. And then her and I had a conversation towards the end of high school. And she was like, I didn't mean it that way. I go, yeah, but it's just like sometimes a throwaway comment like does stick with you. And so then anyways, I went to university and I like kind of threw that out the window and like dated a bunch of guys and like went over, like <laughs> sounds really bad. I was like, when it got around, well, it no, doesn't that's sound not bad. what I mean, I but I dated a bunch more people. Yeah. Because how are you going to figure out what you like in a person, what you don't like? But if you, you don't... also, the end goal doesn't have to be marriage and exactly, in, in a relationship exactly. at, any, anyway. at any point. And so that's, I, then I went kind of the other opposite end where I just went on a bunch of dates and would like, I don't know, see a bunch of like different people like for a few months here and there and yeah. see where it went. And then when I knew I wanted someone to like be my boyfriend or whatever, it was just the people like for me, I'm classic. I've only ever dated guys that I was friends with first. So like it just kind of ended up being the people I felt like the most comfortable with. I want to spend all my time with them. And then that's when I knew I was ready for that. But I don't think I would have known I was ready for any of that if I hadn't have gone on a bunch of dates with a bunch of different types of people first. You have to. Yeah, that is. And like, I don't think you ever feel ready for that, though. I feel like that's no, just like. No, and have dating to sucks. Out there. Like first yeah. dates especially suck. But I think that you have to probably go. You have to follow and do first dates to figure out what you're looking for. Exactly. And you're not going to be able to define that and before to define you actually what a good like, first, throw your hat in the ring. And to define what a good first date is versus a bad one. Like you can't go off anyone else's definitions but yourself. So like you really need to like try on all the hats. It's like if you go to Levi's and you go home with the first <laughs> pair of jeans that you didn't even really try on. Like you're not going to know that those are the jeans that you well, want to be with. Yeah, maybe you go into the store and you're just like, actually, I'm not a jeans person. I'm looking yeah, for some tearaway exactly, pants. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't know. So I don't think you ever know quote unquote to answer this question that you are ready to be i i 
I don't think you ever know that you're ready to start dating. I think you just kind of naturally have to start doing it. But I do think if it's about a specific person, you will know you are ready to be in a relationship with that person. Yeah. Like there might be, you know, people say wrong, wrong person, wrong time, but like you might be on a date with someone and be like, oh, this is the kind of person that, you know, I want to marry and have kids with Mm -hmm. and all of this. But you also might personally be looking for at that time, like just someone to like be going to concerts with and a little bit of, you know, enjoy your early twenties with or something like that, which there's nothing wrong with that either. And you know what? I would say like almost go into a relationship not expecting it to end, but knowing that you could move on at mm-hmm. any point if you grow and change and become different. I think that you're right. Like having the cap on it from the beginning that people think, oh, this is mm-hmm. who I'm stuck with for the rest of my life is maybe the wrong way to go about it. Um, this kind of leads into this next question, which was, can you be friends with an ex? <laughs> What's your take? I mean, I share a dog with an ex, but I wouldn't say <laughs> that's that like we're co-parenting. Like, though. That's yeah, a little we're bit not, different. <laughs> we, we don't <laughs> hang out. Um, and I, I think this is the thing. I think it's can you be close friends with an ex? No, absolutely not. I would um, say no. No, I don't think so either. I also think at a certain point it's disrespectful to a future partner you have and stuff like that. I just I don't think it's think also it's disrespectful to yourself. Yeah, because you're always going to be comparing or like there's like these weird like lingering but also like why keep them around you know what i mean just like so as let some- <laughs> yourself grow in it's okay this is why though this is why because a lot of the time if you've been in a relationship with someone for a long time you got hooks in each other a little bit you know sure. and like the further you get away from that the more you can become yourself as opposed to keeping someone around as a friend there's so much history and it's, I'm not even just talking about between the two of you, but you have In mutual general, friends you're yeah. hanging out and there are ways you go about like living your life that, you know what, I think hold you back sometimes. I agree. But I, so what I was going to say is the hooks is a good analogy. So what I think is you get the hooks off and it takes a few years for like okay, yeah. the scars to <laughs> heal. You know what I mean? Or for you to not like associate yourself with the person that you were with the, yeah. the other. Cause I am friends with one of my exes we were friends before we started dating and we're all in the same big friend group is he in my immediate core friend group that like was playing uno with me on saturday no but the weekend before we were at a concert together he's there with his new girlfriend like we're at it like it's at a good spot because but it took years to get there like we started dating like in the beginning of university and i don't think it was awkward just to to start after you broke well, up yeah because i went and started dating one of our other friends in the friend group. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was awkward to start but after that um it just took it just took a while like it took years until to be honest until i was such a different person and he was such a different person that like i legitimately each other we like ta- I, we've talked about before i legitimately would say to him like i literally do not remember anything about us dating and he doesn't either like we, right. it's just it's so far removed now because we're so different and now we're able to like be friends and like be like show up for each other's events or this or that like it, it's it's nice now because it's like no awkwardness and weirdness yeah. it's to a point where i legitimately forget that we ever dated and i think that's like the really healthy like fully you had moved on moved past and everything for sure but i don't think you can be friends immediately with an ex and i don't think i also 
I also don't think you can be friends with an ex if they like, did something like really bad to you. Like I think that's too like not if they to yourself. On you two years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but a hundred percent. But yeah. I think I think there is a world where you can be friends or friendly with an ex, like in a group setting, like. I've been on like we've been at weddings in like Calgary and stuff where we've like done a travel date and all well, that stuff. We've but we've also it's, talked about this on the podcast previously. It's just like don't make your ex a villain. Uh, well, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Even if they maybe did do something, you know, pretty bad. Um, no, I take that back. If they did something bad, make, <laughs> them, the make them a villain. But in general, don't make them the villain because that's not going to serve you. Hundred percent at, at any. Any, and especially any if you like had mutual friends or you're going to be going to wedding the same weddings as you go or you're going to be like concerts together like things like that like it just makes your life easier so I, you can be friends with an ex I just think it takes longer than people expect and like I was not saying on the same page because you also page. have to respect like exactly. if they don't want to be friends with you like then especially if you were the heartbreaker exactly. and you broke up with them it's just like give exactly. them the space don't try to become a friend with them exactly and I think that's where like you have to be ex- that's such a good point you have to be at the same spot and it's not like I'm saying one year like it took like years yeah. before it was like a place where truly good like like on a good level so I just think it you can do it it just takes more time than people think for sure okay next question advice on dating in Toronto or a big city so um I'll let you take this one away to start because I when I dated people nine million years ago because I feel like I'm old and I've been in a relationship for forever I the apps was how I would talk to people yeah but also note I was in university so what would I do I was poor and I wanted dinners so i would yeah. go on dates with people so i could get meals and feed myself which is a great idea by which the way. is if, if, you, if no one has a valentine right now set if that you're up. gonna use the patriarchy you got to use it in your like against it goes against yeah. you you got to use it for yourself once in a while um but i i have lots of friends that are living in the toronto dating world which is just very funny because even on the apps like toronto's so small like it's okay, a big city that's but what it's I was so small say. so it's like, like i've never dated in a small town but toronto feels like that there are millions of people here however the pool is smaller the pool is small and you're probably if you're you know a rock climbing visual artist you're probably not going to be looking for like a finance person yeah to, that's <laughs> true there's just a little bit of crossover there but yeah. ideally you want someone with like similar interests Maybe you work in the same field-ish so you can understand each other a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, or you have crossovers of different music like in this. Yeah. So it feels like but it's also over people, people. But even know. like the age range crosses over. Because like as an example, one of my like best friends just started dating this guy. And like he's best friends, like best man in my other friends wet like it's just like crazy stuff like that happens where it's toronto is so small but i love when that happens because then you automatically have like a vet like yes in the sense of like oh if they're friends with these people that i like oh then like that's our it's less random than going on a date with a total stranger yeah but there's also pros to toronto being so small because you could just i don't know like meet people through like random like soccer or this or that like random events but did you meet Haley through hinge we did meet on Hinge, yeah. I would recommend it. I feel like Hinge is where people take it a little bit more seriously now. Yeah, I never really messed around with Tinder because I was in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. into my, I guess, like mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. And then, so it looked like dating scene. I didn't have any of the apps was when True. I was in that long-term relationship. So it was a new experience for me. <laughs> So one of the things about Toronto, but it being so small, which is great, is that we were just saying that you can actually do like 
a DM slide too, which DM is less huge. weird. DM slides are big and it's less weird if you have like mutuals with the people. Yeah. So I think it just again, it's makes it more realistic. It's a vet. Exactly. So I have friends that just that saw, <laughs> saw another, saw a guy on an Instagram story just like this past week yeah and then reached out and was like like not a celebrity just like a person no just like a person in like, like a friend yeah a friend. like as if i posted an instagram story about you and somebody like no way replied and was like hey are they single and then just followed and then he actually replied no like reached out to her way. quickly and now they're gonna hang out oh that's huge so I like think it's, it's a vet already and it's like a confidence thing like most people Want, don't want to be on the apps or like whatever they want to be like just like talk to you and whatever so i think a dm site sometimes is even and like a better way to do I, it yeah and i would almost rather someone see my story or see someone else's story and be like to get oh. a more authentic view like you know when you're curating with six photos on an app or something exactly. like that and like picking there's nothing i hate more than the prompts yeah i prompts hate are them stupid too. like let me see what you're actually posting to your mm -hmm. grid do you have any reels yeah what do your, your tiktok likes look <laughs> like <laughs> i feel but it's 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 like a real life swipe right which sounds so <laughs> stupid because yeah, it's still yeah, yeah. on like an instagram story but i think the dm slide is underrated especially for you girls like women slide in the dms men also like to be approached first and if anything the i literally made a tiktok today i was gonna post it the times of my life has worked with the best for me is when i've been the boldest in my yes, life 100 percent. and when you're bold it's even if it feels like it's going against everything in your being even if it's just fault like you can't just follow and like like his photos guys don't, they don't understand that they don't you're get also it placing the expectation on someone else sees but life it's almost <laughs> like if you if you're bold in your approach then one, if they like don't respond to it, then like whatever, like no loss. But two, it's like then you're just giving yourself more opportunity. And so I think like when you're bold, you're like you're also rewarded for it a little bit more. The, that's great advice because no one's doing that. No one's bold. But everyone will. I feel like the response rate is going to be pretty high. And like 100%. maybe you don't get a date, but like the, the but very even late, you'll you might get, get a response. A, or you get an Instagram follower. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like who's not going to respond to someone that puts themselves out there like that? For sure. Like only people that are like the lowest low of the life and world and like you don't want to be with those people anyways that's already an immediate vet for you so instead of watching their curated bullshit be bold send them a message first and see what happens who knows be bold change the font from regular to bold i feel like everyone should also have to record a tiktok day in the life vlog <laughs> that, should be the, that should be to the like, prerequisite yeah send someone that i love i mean i wish that'd be hilarious um mm -mm. When using dating apps, how long should you wait before going on a date? Uh, okay. When my girlfriends are talking to people on dating apps, my immediate rule is get off the app as soon as freaking possible and don't talk too much on the app. If you're not we're getting a hours, date, if hours. we're not getting a date offer in the first like couple hours of chit chatting back and forth, I don't want to see more than 10 messages back and forth. Then wasting time. See you later. Why are we here? We're wasting. Like you yeah. should not be having a full conversation before you go on the date. Yeah. Your first date. If you want to truly replicate what dating old school used to be like when you would go up to someone at a bar and just get their number and then go on a date with them, then you can't talk on the apps. It's what also do you so think? annoying. Yeah, yeah. I would get blocks of texts sometimes on the apps and I'd be like, oh, it's really too bad. Yeah, it's, really it's too, too bad. bad because you're about to get ghosted <laughs> on this app because I don't want to read all that. No. Do is it interesting? Probably. Probably. Is it something I want to hear in person absolutely. over drinks? Absolutely. Yes. I want to I want to hear your personality in that. I don't want don't entertain me with a little story written in your notes app that you copied and pasted and sent after you got all the grammar right. Yeah. Listen, I appreciate the attention to detail, but I'd rather be on a date. So this next question is really interesting. It's what do you do 
if your friends don't like your significant other? And then there's another part B. How do you tell a friend that you don't like their significant other? Have you ever been in this position? Mm-hmm. You don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Um, unless they are in danger. Right. Or, yeah. or truly, the thing is I've found that most of the friends that know they're dating someone should you won't ask your opinion of them because they kind of know unless they're in a danger harmful like situation most people are going to learn from themselves and like the last thing my horror nightmare i would have is if i talked a bunch of shit and then they get married and i have to like be like well yeah what's the upside to talking shit the only time i've ever truly like been like i despise this person is because the stuff he did to like one of my best friends was so and the things he said to her were so horrible i could never look past it but the thing is she knew the reason she never talked to me about him is because she knew that it was mm. like staying in a bad situation and the day that she dumped his ass she called me and was like but like i didn't like she's she like i just need you to know first but it's like finally over and i went like i just went like good yeah. like i'm happy for you not like a i told you so or a thank god like it was but just it always like happened, but it right? always happened so i just i i don't think it's a win-win situation to be like i hate your like, or whatever what you really don't want to do is like bitch with the other friends about it either that makes it like worse i just think it's like let people be and if it's not a dangerous harmful situation or they're not affecting their like mental health or anything like that you kind of have to let them figure it out for okay, themselves. But what, what about if you're in a relationship and you know because your friends are chatty and they mm. told you, how do you deal with that? Because if your friends, if you know your friends dislike this person that you're with, how do you deal with that? I don't, I, I don't know. Do you get new friends? Do you like cast you, them out? Do you <laughs> cast them off the island? Well, I think at a certain point then, I think that's a fair question though to be like, maybe look at why your friends dislike this person are they valid reasons is it jealousy are they valid friends are they that's what i'm saying is like webster are they which tier are they in always go back to tori's friendship tier are you taking opinions from tier three people that don't actually know your significant other exactly because then it's duck off water off a duck's back like we don't we don't care about that but if it's like your closest friends and there's valid concerns being raised their opinion pretty highly exactly i think we gotta take a look a little bit and like be a little bit more critical of ourselves but also yeah would take you a tell look your at significant he- other if like a friend came to you and be like i don't like this person would would you <laughs> advise talking to your significant other about that oh i like, don't know hey, what about you doesn't like you uh i probably Ooh. would i probably would <laughs> i probably would i'm trying like i just really think i just don't think i'd ever put myself in that situation because like if my friends who are my closest, dearest tier ones told me that they really hated someone or disliked them, then yeah. like, and it, it'd probably I be, I wouldn't also, be working out anyways. There's also and a then, difference between like absolutely hating someone and, and finding just someone like annoying or fun time. And yeah, also yeah, yeah. like they, not all friends and like people have to like mingle all the time. Maybe For it's sure. Like, and that's what I was going to say. It's just like, you know what? Maybe we don't hang out maybe, around that friend maybe you don't because vibe. I love going and watching like reality TV with this friend, but I know that they don't jive with my partner. Yeah. So like maybe we don't have Christmas For dinner sure. together. Because you're not always going to like, not all of your friends, your partners are going to like mash up really totally. well. Like it's, like it's great when it does work. It's amazing when it does work out that you can go on double dates or do any of that stuff. But like, it's just not the reality. So I think just make sure you're paying attention to who you're listening to these opinions from. And if it is like your dearest friends, see if they're valid, see if they're surface level. Like you can be an adult and dictate in your head, like whether they're valid opinions or not. Or if you know your friends and your partner 
don't like each other, you could really stir the pot and like get everyone to an all-inclusive <laughs> resort and tell them I, and then have like a competition of who stays, who goes. I wasn't even going to say tell them. I just was, as someone's been to an all-inclusive resort with a big group of friends, honestly, <laughs> that will just solve it for yourself. It will just, everything, it does, it figures it out. It figures itself out. A big group um, trip will always do that. Okay, Sarah, next question. How do you know when you're ready to move in with a partner? And there are two parts to this. What are important things to discuss before moving, moving in? and how to spend time alone after you've decided and actually done done it. Okay, so first part, um, I think it's really important if you have the privilege to do so, I understand that like sometimes financial, I just really don't want you to move in with someone just because of financial situation. Okay, like this I, is my thing too. It's just like don't move in to don't move in together because of convenience. Okay, so that's what I was going to say, but I understand for, that sometimes a privileged place cuz like this is an expensive city and sometimes it's like it just doesn't make sense anymore. You're making ends meet already, you know what I mean? I guess. Like, no, I know. I just, I, I just want to say that caveat, but I true. don't, Good point. don't move in because of convenience. I, I completely, or because of like, oh, it's gonna be cheaper for us to like live together. Like this, it's never. That's not. That's not worth it. Like I. It should be because of positive reasons and of you're oh, like we ready, want this yeah. lifestyle together mm -hmm. to do this, and we want to do that, and you're moving toward goals 100%. as opposed to. Uh, yeah, casting a safety net. And I know that like the safety net comes along with it because it is a little bit cheaper sometimes when you're living with a partner. Um, it's a little bit easier. You're not like traveling all back and forth a lot of the mm -hmm. time depending on how far apart you live from one another. And I know people would be like, oh, we spend every night together. It's different. It doesn't matter. It's still your space and, and, having, and their space. It's yeah, different. And having like the fallback of your space it's is so big. different. It's so It's massive. And like I also am a big proponent on do not especially with men, maybe women too, but with anyone, do not be their first roommate. Don't do it. Oh yeah. So okay. I know a lot of people that right out of university or whatever, if they were like commuters or whatever, their first time living with another human Ooh, is living with their with, significant other. Never lived with anyone else. You're going from home That's a good to point. someone with a, like going with, with your significant other. Do not do that. One, I feel like you have to like, it's like you're on your own kid. You have to like learn a little bit. Like I had to learn about burning rice in the microwave on my own with my room, yes. university roommates, like my girlfriends. And we like, also those were some of my most fond memories, like living with them and like figuring stuff you're, out and learning to cook and everything. Everyone's figuring things out. And everyone's figuring it out. I don't like, I just really don't, I've never seen it work where they go from your, like a parent's house to then immediately living with a significant other and it working out long-term because you wonder sometimes then why like, oh, why does it feel like I'm like, you're babying them or like you're like their mother or something. And it's because if they've never known any different then people are creatures of habit, did they're naturally going to fall into the habits that they've been doing before. Did you see the girl who went viral on TikTok and she's just like, my boyfriend is moving out to live with his brother and people like blew that up and they're like, whoa, this isn't a yeah, good sign. No. And then they checked in on her recently and she's not in a relationship No, anymore. of course. Because they but do I that, think but, they were first time roommates. But that's the thing. It's your first time. And so like you're also then you have no resentment of like ever wanting to live with a roommate or doing that experience, living on your own, whatever it might have been. And but figure I really out think, what's important to you. But simple things like laundry and dishes, all these things about like you don't realize how many fucking chores there are even in an apartment until you have to live like on your own whether it's with your mates or whatever and you're doing it for yourself you know if your parents are to help you whatever it might be and so i just really think it takes two adults who have been like doing that already on their own before you can come together and you figure out where you balance i hate doing the dishes luckily nolan doesn't mind the dishes and he that's a chore he'll gladly do yeah. and like you go back and forth because you've, you've figured it out already i 
in terms of things Strongly to discuss, advice. that's probably number one. Division, expectations, expectation, of divisions like, of labor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Another one that I would toss in there is finances. You know, you got to have an expectation. Which of, like you should be having before, because if you're renting, as an example, you should be like knowing like what the what your budget's going to be. You need to have an expectation of for that. Sure. But also talking about debts and things like that also people let's be real the second you've been living with someone in this province in ontario but in canada most places too um for at least six months to a year you then become common law so you have to be like willing to understand that like if things do get messy like there is a a certain point where you like there could be a division entitlement to assets for sure so that's why like being upfront with money and expectations and who owns what and what and like all of that is so so important at the very beginning those are hard conversations to have but you know what it's harder to go in blind and after. like figure that stuff it's out. It's a little awkward at the beginning, but you'd rather like have that silly conversation. Like I remember when Nolan and I were buying furniture, we didn't split the cost of any furniture. He bought the couch. I bought the table, like whatever it might be. And it was literally just because what if this doesn't work six months down the road, oh, then at yeah, least you yeah. know who owns what. Granted, it's been like three years now. So we've like changed it a little bit and like, we would figure it out but at the very beginning we were pretty clear on like okay just in case like i think it's important to know who owns what stuff that was very early on we did that but also goes to finances is another question is like right yeah do people split i get this question on tiktok fucking so much which is so wild that people are so fascinated about the big one is like splitting 50 50 if you're Mm -hmm. in a relationship or splitting based on your income i think it depends on what you're comfortable with i think it's different for everyone um, I'm in a situation where we split like rent and household things all 50, 50 cause our income is pretty similar. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like one of us is making such astronomically more money than the other that it like would deem that. Um, but also we don't like nickel and diamond and keep track of everything. Like, Oh, you got the Costco run. I'll grab this, like this Sobeys run, like whatever yeah. it is. Like we just go back and forth and it's not like line in the sand. Like, oh, you owe me $7 because yours was more for expensive. For some people though, that works. But for I some know a lot of people who use like a full on app that I, I forget what it's not, called, but to split things like, split like wise? that. And they've decided what goes, what categories fit within the 50-50 split. And then it's kind of at the end of the month, you kind of pay the I'm not good at budgeting, off. so that's why I would never be good at that. <laughs> I know, that wouldn't work for And me it's either. good for me, but it's like, I, you're right though, that does work for some people. I know um, some people do decide to have a shared bank account I don't split any credit cards, bank accounts, yeah. any of that stuff with my partner. But I do know some people decide to do that because they like to pool money and like they pool that for like things for the home. Like they'll buy like laundry detergent and those types of things right. on the shared bank account. So then it's like... And those are all like the necessary expenses. But I would yeah. say for anything above like the everyday necessities, it maybe does make sense to go proportion to your income because then the conversation yeah. is like, okay, what lifestyle do you want to have? It's like, is this the mm-hmm. person that you want to be spending a lot of your time with? Probably because you're in a relationship yeah. with them. You want to travel? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Yeah. It's like maybe your dollars go a little bit further if That's there true. isn't an expectation for the person if there is someone who I earns agree. less to maybe not be contributing the exact amount that you Well, want. and I completely agree, especially when it, and it's like, and it, and it ebbs and flows and it changes, right? Like when Nolan sure. was in law school, like when it came to, I don't know, dinners or this or that, like I would pick up the bill more because I was working. Like yeah. I was working. He wasn't. It was like putting on debt at law school. So it just wouldn't even make sense. Like why would I like feel well, I, good I about that like, necessarily? Like when you're trying to like create something long-term that just wouldn't even make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, well at the end of the day, it's just like you're probably wanting to look at this that you're on the same team, mm-hmm. regardless of what your split is, exactly. is that you're purchasing things and choosing to divvy up your money um, for the benefit of both of you. 
yeah. as opposed to individually. Exactly. I will say the hardest part about moving in with someone is changing the mindset. I always say my bedroom still. It's so, you grow up with a bedroom your oh, entire really? life and it's really difficult for me to get a hold of not saying my room yeah. because it's just like, I feel like when you grow up, your room is like your safe space. Yeah. Um, but so I just want to touch on actually the one question that came with like moving in together about how do you still have time individually for yourself? You just make it like, it's not like you're like moving in together is not date night every day. If anything, you need to make more of an effort to like make dates and yeah, make sure. date night and do that type of stuff. For, for me, like my me time is like my baths and my books and all of that stuff where I just like need to close the door and like recharge and totally be by myself. And again, that just all comes from open communication. Like I communicate when I just like need solo time. It's not anything out of like a being mad at someone or like, like, yeah, it's I not know. like it's, I resent you. I need no, you in it's my just, face. It's exactly. Like, it's just that it, this time. is home to me too. It's home to both of us. And like, I need to be able to recharge in my home that way as well. So just honestly, the, the solution to every single problem that we've talked about today is communication yeah every single one because people can't read minds and you need to tell people what you want in life <laughs> i feel like that could have been the entire episode we could have just said talk to people and, and slide into those dms and slide into those dms i feel like we gave some decent advice today i think How about so you? yeah i think so we'll let you guys be the judge of that thank you so much for submitting voicemail questions as always uh you can reach us at talking fast show on Instagram or talkingfastshow at gmail.com and we come out with new episodes every single Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day. If you don't have one, we'll be your Valentine's today and we'll see you later. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.